0: Our gospel reading is an interesting passage presenting the encounter between the risen Lord and Peter when he, Peter, had demanded to go back to his old ways of life. He saw himself a disappointing figure and therefore did not see himself as belonging to the College of Apostles. So he decided to go back to fishing where he belonged. But the Lord did not abandon Peter although he felt he was not part of it. The Lord appeared to him the same way as he appeared to him by the seashore when he had finished fishing and were mending their nets. Jesus approached him and today is not a direct follow me and i'll make you fishers of men. jesus tests the love of peter for him and what that love for jesus entails peter son of john do you love me more than these what are these do you love me more than these fishes that you have caught more than this net and the boat If you do, you wouldn't have fallen off from being a disciple to going back to those instruments that were the symbols of your profession. Jesus had told him, from today, you will be fishers of men. In other words, you are not going to fish for fish, but you would fish for disciples for Jesus. So Jesus is asking him, do you love me more than these livelihoods? And Peter said, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus said, feed my lamb. The second time, tend my sheep. And the third time, and people say three times is a chime. And Peter was so upset and said, Lord, you know everything. You know I love you. Then he says, Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep with the word. Now, at the end of it all, Jesus says, Follow me. Follow me. In other words, what Jesus went through the passion, the death, and the resurrection. Being a disciple of Jesus means that Peter is going to follow him the same way. So, dearly beloved, I think we could think of today's gospel and the exchange between Peter and Jesus as one in which Jesus is seeking, not just to assurance of Peter's love, but Peter's understanding of what that love entails and how he would suffer for that love. Love is always sacrificial, and authentic love also brings joy. The more perfectly we love, the more perfectly we glorify God and the greater our joy would be Peter had earlier on denied Jesus three times by the campfire during the trial of Jesus and today he gives Peter the opportunity for the amend by the charcoal fire again to affirm his commitment and love to Jesus three times And I think the question that was posed to Peter is the same question that Jesus poses to us each day. Do you love me? It is not a question meant for the priest or the bishop. It is a question meant for every believer of Jesus. And each day we got to ask ourselves, do we love Jesus? And if we say yes, do you, we understand what it means to love Jesus? And what are the sacrifices that we got to make? Especially when our will crosses the will of God. Which of the two should reign supreme? My will or the will of God? If we want the will of God to reign supreme, then it means that we, in most cases, would have to sacrifice our will for the better will of God. And it is upon that conviction that Jesus would send us, feed my sheep. We cannot feed the sheep of Christ. We cannot give testimony to Christ if we do not love him. And Christ is the church, where St. Paul says is the body of Christ, the church. And so, when we talk about the church, it is not this edifice that makes the church. It is you, me, and someone who is sitting by me. And of course, when we look at all those decorations and the pews, the ambo, the altar, the paschal candle, the statues and everything in the church, none of them is created in the image of God except humanity that sits in the church. So if we love Jesus and if we acclaim our love for Jesus, then we got to acclaim our love for one another. And it is based on that love for them that we would like to feed them with the truth. Feed them with the words of encouragement, words that bring about salvation. And that is what St. Paul does in the Acts of Apostles. He fed the people with the truth. After his encounter with Jesus on the way road to Damascus, he was a changed person. He came to be convinced that the church is the body of Christ and that everybody deserves to be fed as part of the body. And today he is going to pay dearly for that. And in most cases, Paul had to suffer for feeding the lamb. And that is an expression of Jesus saying that, when you are old you are not going to do what you want somebody is going to dress you and drag you to where you do not want to so Saul Paul is now being dragged before the Sanhedrin and today we hear that he was brought before King Agrippa by the procurator Felix and what did he do he had not committed any crime of treason and he said, I thought when they presented him to me, he had committed any of those crimes that I suspected, but it was something about their faith. It is something about that somebody called Jesus who is dead, and Paul says he is alive. Paul is saying Jesus is alive because he encountered him on the road to Damascus, and he will never allow anybody to take that conviction from him and was willing to suffer and die for that conviction. Dearly beloved, are we willing like Paul to stand firm in our faith? To stand by our conviction irrespective of what people think, irrespective of what the consequences might be? As we prepare ourselves to embrace the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, may our prayer be Lord, strengthen us the same way as you strengthened St. Paul, so that we will always feed ourselves and others with the truth. May the Lord help us. Amen. Amen.